Iris's mind slips away. Satine finds herself in a love triangle. Bridget does too. Ruth loses a son. Letitia loses a son and a husband. This time on the Oscar should have gone to Best Actress 2001. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Have your own Not yet, Jack. The Oscar goes to... The Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Halle Berry and Monsters Ugh, that opening, Craig. We have some themes. There's some themes this uh, this year with the best actresses. I got to tell you, this is our last record of 2020. It is, and we will miss this year. (laughs) We, you know, it's hard. It's so hard to say goodbye. Yeah. Um, What was your favorite uh, favorite thing you did this year? Hmm. I one night I got blackout drunk and slept for like eight hours. Great. Which is a rarity for me. Yeah. That's probably my favorite thing that I did. No, actually, in the before times, I went to, you know, I went to Mexico City in right. January. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but then my dog got cancer. Right. So um, it was really downhill. You, my dog got cancer, and I thought, nothing's worse can happen. And then um, a global pandemic occurred. Yeah. And so that was worse. Yeah. I think my, so my favorite thing was probably also a trip. My wife and I uh, went to uh, England. We were supposed to go to France, but then a global pandemic occurred while we were actually in England. And we didn't even know if we'd be able to come back to America for a brief period of time. Probably um, you should have not. Probably you should have stayed there. Yeah. They're I mean, getting the vaccine. In retrospect, although they didn't do great either, honestly, no. the UK. But um so I would say that was great. I also, you know, what was fun is um, I started this thing called Q, QAnon, um, <laughs> and I had a lot of fun with that uh, over the course of this year, <laughs> just using my, crea- oh, just I using have my creativity news. and um, unintended consequences, <laughs> unintended. Like you would be the person oh, who I accidentally just did, like, starts some, a call. I just did like some weird, some world building. What? um <laughs> I haven't really, ch- I don't check my replies, so. <laughs> what a miserable dumpster, I mean, this is well-trod territory, but a miserable dumpster fire of a year, yeah. and I'm glad to see the back of it, and I don't know why I'm acting as if, like, the, you know, the powers, the, the universe or whatever, like, no, like notices arbitrary date flips, yeah. like, I don't know why I would think January 1 would be different than December 31. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with it is. I'm going to go with it is going to be different. If we all make it our New Year's resolution that 2021 will be better than 2020, it will be. Guys, Great. we just have to stick to, to that resolution. We just have to stick to it. And sticking to revolution, re- revolution, sticking to resolutions is well. There probably will be everybody's people sticking day. to revolutions in the coming year as well. So, <laughs> um, oh my god, I am delighted by this coffee that I'm drinking. Santa knows when you're bitchy. Yes, um, guys, another peek behind the mirror. We just finished that best actor record. <laughs> Blowing up our spot. Well, we people ch- are going to know because I haven't watched. I still haven't watched. <laughs> she Mank. still hasn't watched Mank. We only took about a five minute break. It's not long enough to watch Mank. But no, Maddie but did bring Maddie- Megan some coffee from a new place, and she is she's enthralled with it. Yeah, it's his cup says "fa la 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 fuck off." Yeah, what a delight! What a delight! You know what? Uh, you know what? For the most part, was not a delight. Is um, the lives these actresses had to live in 2001. Yeah. Um, except for Bridget Jones. Except for Bridget Jones. Um, should um, we start there? You want to start with Renee? Yeah. I fucking love Bridget Jones. I've seen this movie so many times. This is a real comfort movie for me. Uh-huh. Um, and also, I fucking love Con, Con Firth. Yeah. Um, I had not watched this movie in, in years and years and years. Oh really? It oh was my god! Lot, I watch it like it was a every lot, few months. It was quite body, much bodier than I remembered. It is quite body. It is. It is all her stuff with a 
Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant's also fucking great in this movie. Yeah. This is th- this movie has one of my all-time favorite fights. Oh yeah. Probably the be- probably the best like realistic fight. Yeah. In the history of, of in movie the history dumb. of fights. Um but we're but anyway, the movie's great. It's very fun. But we're talking about Renée Zellweger. We're talking about our girl Renée. We love Renée. I think we love Renée. Yeah. You know, she's so cute in this movie. She is adorable and she gets away with you know, it's so many times it's British actors playing Americans. Yeah. It's it's rarely the other way around. Very yeah. You got her, you've got Johnny Depp as J.M. Barry. You've yep. got Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. Yeah, Johnny you Depp have, really has that. Johnny, Although he's not really from England <laughs> and he, Jack Sparrow's I don't know where Jack Sparrow's from. Let's he's call from Mike, let's call Michael Locker. Bolton. <laughs> Jack Sparrow. Um, I just think she does a really good job with the accent. I think she does. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I think she just is. She's just a, she's and she plays again. She plays the comedy really well. She is. She has the, the every woman. She, as well as two other of our best actress nominees, gets to be supported by um, Jim Broadbent. Yep. Who's oh, all Jim over the Broadbent. place in 2001. Jim Broadbent's everywhere. Jim Broadbent's such a delight, too. God, I love this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's everywhere. He's in three of the... He supports three. Three of them. Of the... Of the and oh, three... Wow. I would say this This and Iris, actually, although the movies are vastly different, the characters are sort of similar. Yeah. Um, very much so. But uh, definitely a very different character in Moulin Rouge. I'm just really happy to see uh, this a performance like this get noticed because yes. it's not a typical. The movie was a smash. Yeah. It's not a typical, but it, it's not a typical Oscar movie. But like, what she's doing is really hard. Yeah, it's hard to care. Like the movie all relies on you liking her and buying her and buying you know like her like little life in London and yeah. And, and you know when we did two, do. and when we did two thousand, you know, we talked a little bit about Nurse Betty, which is sort of um, it's a different role, but you know, a, a comedic performance that a mm-hmm. lot of it is just on her charm, and I, I guess that opened the door for people to really just fully be able to fall in in two thousand one, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. I'm glad about it. It's I'm a glad good, too. It's I'm a happy good nomination, it. and it's a much needed yeah. nomination given the other four women nominated. Yeah. Because um, yeah. there's a lot of uh, a lot of grief, a lot yeah. of grief and death um, in the other stuff four. Happens to the other four. Yeah. Um, so it's not. What's the last line of Bridget Jones' diary? Um, the end, or that it erases and it says like the beginning. No, but the, but what does he say at the end? He's like he says, "Oh yes, they fucking do." Yeah. Yeah, she says, "Good good boys, don't kiss like that." Oh, yes, they fucking did. Yeah. Um, not to dive too much into Which that. is, by the way, hot as hell. He <laughs> is, who boy, I am all in on Colin Firth. Yeah. Not, not, not to really uh, jump into that movie at all, but boy, Daniel, he's looking at termination real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That does not. I mean, it's in two. It did that play. Did that workplace? I mean, they sort harassment of, play in two thousand one. Well, even? they do sort. They comment on like the emails and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it is made note of that they're inappropriate. Yeah. But yeah, that guy's out on his ass. That guy is. That guy's maybe he's fucking someone from the lawsuit. New York office too. Yeah. Yeah. Who, by the way, I my favorite. <laughs> I feel like this is every woman's nightmare i mean and also insane <laughs> is when she, she catches them together her line to bridget is i thought you told me she was thin yeah <laughs> which is wholly unnecessary yeah. wholly <laughs> unnecessary laura also, or whatever uh, she's just sitting there in the bathroom covered up by only a portfolio and yeah. hears them talking in the other room doesn't even attempt to hide doesn't attempt to put on some knickers no, but also why, what, like, why not, Daniel, why not just, if you're going to tell her the next day that you were, like, engaged to her, why not just let it happen? Yeah. Like, why is she upset that that Bridget is, I don't know. 
it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it is, it is truly, they were like, how can we make this worse for her? Yeah. Do you, I think, thought she said she was thin. Do you think if you were running after, uh, a man, you've realized that you love, I would run after Colin Firth for sure. Do you think when you went back in though, to put on shoes that she would throw some pants on? Yeah, I would. <laughs> But that's Bridget, you know? That's so Bridget. That's so Bridget. Yeah. That's so Bridget. She's just... That's Bridget. That's Bridget. I like the scene when they are cooking the her birthday dinner together. Right. They have such great chemistry, the two of them, the, that's so, the like, blue crackly. The blue soup and mm-hmm. the marmalade mm-hmm. and the gherkins or whatever. It's very... It, it's a disgusting meal. Yeah. I also love... Um, all of the, her friends are so great. Who I, I, I meant to. Oh, is it one of them Moni Myrtle? I meant to look one of them Moni, up because I was Moni like, Myrtle. "What happened to these? These three people are great. Why didn't I mean maybe they work on like British TV?" And I just don't know. Yeah, I think Shazer works in British TV because she was on Travel Man, which is a a travel TV show that I watch based in England. Um, but uh, she was like one of the guests. I don't know about the the gay dude, but Moaning Myrtle. The, uh, that other girl works all the time. She's Moaning Myrtle, right? In the Harry Potter movies. Anyway, I love this movie. It's so fucking cute. Um, and I also want to, like, you know, she's a mess, but I also am like, you know, I want to be her. Like, shagging Craig. Craig? Ooh, good. <laughs> Colin Firth in, like, London. What running it, around in the snow. Going, go, like, having my friends be like, we're going to go to Paris for the weekend. Yeah, like, I what? mean, I feel like you do that, though, if you live in London, right? Like, yeah, people you do. go to Paris you do. for the weekend. Another reason why you should have stayed there. <sighs> what are we doing? Um, you want to talk about Nicole? Yeah. So um, this is, Max hated this movie. Yeah. This is a fun, this movie is, it's fine. Is a classic. Yeah. I wouldn't, a classic. I wouldn't say classic. It's a Moulin Rouge. It's the Moulin Rouge. Doesn't can can Jim Broadbent again. This time doing Jim back, backflips. Jim Broadbent, amazing. Um, Nicole Kidman sings in this. I also realized, uh, like I think on the second episode, or maybe I realized right up top, watching The Undoing. I believe she is singing the theme song for The Undoing as well. Star shining bright above me. Is I'm almost her? certain it's her. I bet it's not I'm, her. You, I bet I want you to look it up. Well, I want okay. you to look it up. I'm gonna look it up right now. I Do was, this. I had forgotten that what the theme song for it was, and I was just like making up a theme song in my head. It was like that's just like the undoing. <laughs> I bet you it's her. I is it I, my husband has he done it? No, she said she undo she was it, like my she was husband. like I'm only <laughs> she was like I'm only gonna do this show if I can keep the coats and I can sing the theme song. That's my hot take. Um, she sings in this all throughout this movie and you know, I, I, it, it is, it is her, isn't it? If you thought the voice in the opening credits of HBO's The Undoing sounded familiar, there's a reason for that. The show's theme, a cover of Dream a Little Dream was performed by the star herself. Yep. Noah Jupe. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not true. It's Nicole Kidman. It's Nicole Kidman. <laughs> you little fucking bitch. <laughs> I heard it in her, I heard it and I knew it. Um, yeah, I mean, I give her uh, extra our, credit because what? I need to send you um, one of our former guests, Ryan O'Connor, did the 1983 episode with us, did a TikTok, um, and it's Nicole Kidman's Coats in the Undoing as Sondheim songs. Oh, I love that. Oh, please send that to me. <laughs> that is, there's, I've never heard of it. I've, that's the most TikTok, that's yeah. the most me TikTok I've ever heard of. That's great. Um. Yeah, I give her credit because she not only she sings and performs and like just that number where she that opening number where you meet her when she comes down and does Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Is, she's she's great. She's like silly in this movie, which is very well, not Nicole. It's bizarre to see. Mm-hmm. But she pulls it off. She sort of does. Yeah. But like in like those scenes, like when they're um, first talking to the Duke. Yeah. And she's or, or even like when she's like, you know, trying to seduce UN when she thinks he's yeah. the Duke. Like the thing she's doing, I don't, I'm trying to think if she's ever before or since done anything like that. No, I don't think so. She, like, she is, now, I haven't she's, the, I feel like I she's famous for being cold. What? I haven't watched for the, being cold. Yeah. I haven't watched the prom yet. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I'm not going <laughs> to watch the prom. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm um, going to tell you up top, I'm not going to watch the prom. Did see it on Broadway, loved it. Um, I got to say, 
she is a good actor, but it is it's yeah, it's weird because she's kind of known for being humorless. Yeah. But she's a she's fun and funny in this. Um yeah, and, and of course it, she sells it at the end when she Yeah, the uh, second half becomes dies. more typically Kidman and uh it's good. She's good. She's a good actress. Who who doesn't think Nicole Kidman's a good actress? No one. Should she have won for No this? one. No. She no. shouldn't have, but you know what? She, but I'm happy she was nominated. You know what? She wins a year later, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure, at some point. But, you know. Oh, I'm sure. She gets her Oscar. Yeah. Um, Nicole, you know, she was, uh, oh, I fucked up. Megan, I didn't even go through all our nominees. I didn't no? do your favorite thing. So the Oscar nominees for this oh year. We just god. talked about it. Oh my god, <laughs> we're going to we're going to walk it back. <laughs> yeah. Renee and Renee and Nicole Kidman. Oh. We got Judy Dench and Iris. We got Sissy Spacek in the bedroom and Halle Berry Monsters Ball. Golden oh Globes. Your drama nominees, Halle Berry, Judy Dench, our girl Nicole Kidman for the others. Oh yeah, that She lives movie. in a ghost house. She does live in a ghost house. Tilda Swinton for the deep end. Hold that thought. And Sissy Spacek wins the Golden Globe for drama. For comedy, our girl Nicole wins. Wins for Moulin Rouge. So Nicole Kidman and Billy Bob Thornton both get two nominations in 2001 at the Golden Globes. Wow. The other nominees for comedy, Renee Zellweger, of course. Mm-hmm. Thora Birch for Ghost World. Kate mm. Blanchett for Bandits. You know, mm. I have never seen Bandits. I don't oh, know. Oh, Bandits is so fun. Yeah. It's I, a really fun movie. I don't know what it's about, but Golden Globes clearly loved it. It's a good, you would like it. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember when it came out, I really loved it. And then Reese Witherspoon for Legally Blonde. Oh, God. Great. Great performance. Although funny to think about, like, if, 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 Renee, Zellweger, bleh, if Renee Zellweger was nominated, it is kind of interesting to me that, like, why not Reese? I don't mean right. whatever. Because she's also very funny in that. I'm movie. wondering because because you know um, it's quite body. Um, a Bridget Jones Diary is quite the way body. that you keep saying and that. I, I believe don't believe maybe I don't they, understand because it was so body. It felt more adult than Legally Blonde. Maybe so they're like Academy we can only ha- and they're like, like you know Legally Blonde sort of like a teen movie. They're like we can only have one yeah comedic blonde yeah chick. Um, SAG Awards, Halle Berry wins. Oh my God, you're still going with this. Yeah. Okay. Judy Dench, Sissy Spacek, Renee Zellweger. The fifth nominee, Jennifer Connelly for A Beautiful Mind. We talked about this a little bit when we talked about 2000, but Isio Del Toro won the SAG Award, then won Best Supporting Actor. Jennifer Connelly wins Best Supporting Actress this year, but she's nominated as the lead actress at the SAG Awards. SAG, get it together. Wow, what's going on? <laughs> get it together. Um, Critics' Choice, Sissy Spacek wins. Um, Nicole Kidman and Renee Zellweger were the other two nominees. Los Angeles and New York film critics both chose Sissy Spacek, and the National Society of Film Critics chose Naomi Watts for Mulholland Drive. Mm, okay. Mm. Should we talk about mm. Judy Dench? Yes, please. So we talked about uh, in our Best Actor episode, um, Russell Crowe, and Sean Penn and the Malady mm. performance. Mm-hmm. And this is similar because she's playing um, Iris Murdoch, right? Dame yes. Iris Murdoch. Um, but she's playing the older version. We also get a younger version with Kate Winslet. Um, My favorite. And most of the older version is her slipping into dementia. Um, it's sort of the opposite of what Russell Crowe and Sean Penn are doing in that it's very uh, subtle. Everything Very she's subtle. doing. Yeah. Um, I do think it suffers in terms of that, though, in terms of what the Academy looks for, because because of that, it doesn't have like a big moment. Like well, a, her... lot of, a lot of the second half of her performance, honestly, is just kind of like a soft focus. Yeah. Like... Well, in her illness, as opposed to the other two, uh, you know, the their afflictions are more um, are are like louder. Right. She literally loses her words. Yeah. It's not like, it's not even like we're like, she just can't even remember who she is yeah. or like where, you know, whatever. So she kind of becomes almost comatose yeah. um, by the end, which is, you know, not the most 
Yeah, not the most flashy thing. Yeah. And also, like, to be honest, like, not the hardest thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know totally. that, like, I mean, it's a good performance, obviously, yeah. but I'm all, but I, but it's also like, yeah, she kind of just want, like, the most of her stuff is just kind of her wandering around the house being like, it's only the postman. It's only the postman. Right. Kate Winslet's a much more, I mean, that, that performance is more dynamic. And and Jim Broadbent gets kind of the more fireworks moments in dealing with it. Um, yes. And he uh, he wins Best Supporting Actor. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So, he's great. Yeah. He's great. That moment when he when he wakes up and he's screaming at her, like, I hate you, yeah. you know. Do you it's know, great. Do you know who plays the younger Jim Broadbent? Yeah, it's Hugh Bonneville. Yeah. By the way, they look, I'm like, if they look the, exactly, that's great casting. They look exactly alike in the movie, but... I had no idea it was Hugh Bonneville because of oh, what they, immediately. Well, because of what they do with his hair, I think to make it more broad yeah. benty. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, "Who is this actor? What happened to him?" And I was like, "Oh, that's Paddington's dad." Yeah, I. <laughs> I. Of course, by Downton, the way, but whatever. Young Hugh Bonneville is a snack. Like interesting. Ten out of ten, I would. Yeah, you know, okay. like I like, uh, but that's you just to my like taste. it because he's like a virgin too. Yeah. Yeah. A virgin and a uh and a British one and a myopic one. You love that stutter. Loving that stutter. Yeah. Loving that stutter. Yeah. Again, I don't know what that says about me. Nothing yeah. good. Um, would you say that you are uh like Kate Winslet's character though? <laughs> um like a lot of friends, sexually adventurous. <laughs> I certainly do not have the rack that Kate would have no problem taking off all your clothes and jumping in a lake (laughs) while scouts walk by. I'll be honest. That doesn't sound like me. Um, Quoting poetry as we like ride through the British countryside. Um, I will say her hairstyle is unfortunate. Yeah. Kate Winslet is a beautiful girl, but that hairstyle. Oh, she did. There is a part where she, you know what? There is a part where I really empathize with her and that's when she fell down the stairs oh, in, right. the, in the crowded party but she does immediately laugh about it whereas i assume you would have to go to the emergency room <laughs> <laughs> i do keep finding bruises on myself yeah just from bumping into things yeah so rough i have a huge one on my thigh maybe i just need maybe just my i'm just getting wider and i'm not understanding my new the new dimensions Anyway, that's my own cross to bear. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, Judy Dench, you know, Judy Dench, you know, people always like harp on like Meryl doesn't have to do anything but do a performance and she gets nominated for an Academy Award. And again, I think this is very good. Judy Dench is always great, but it's sort of the same with Judy Dench. A little bit. Like, Wasn't she, she nominated, nominated for... for everything? What's like, that Philomena. shitty Steve Coogan? Yeah. Yeah. Philomena. Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't yeah. even... She's good. She doesn't even come. You can't even put her in the front row and have her, like, clapping no. and stuff like that. Judy Dench never comes to the Oscars. Ju- guys, give Judy Dench a rest. Yeah. Am I right? She's the Let's best, get Maggie so. Smith up in this biz yeah. instead. Um, you know what you know what scene in that movie, though, really got me? That, uh, what? Again, uh, we're talking when about When she tears. says... Wait, go ahead. Let me hear it. No, it's when the home care worker comes to pick her up, and he's that giant man. Oh, Yeah. And he's like, and she's like sitting on the stairs and she won't leave. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, maybe it's because, you know, uh, you know, thank you to the healthcare workers for this year. Yeah. I don't know. I was very, I was very moved by him. Very moved by that. Yeah. I like the part where she jumps out of the car and rolls down the whatever. And then Jim Broadbent rolls after her and she like can barely and she's laughing and she can barely get up the words. I love you. Yeah. And she's like, I love you, too. You daft cow. Yeah. Um, it's like very British. By the way, no chance either of them survive that fall. <laughs> no, none whatsoever. Yeah. No, none whatsoever. Yeah. That's going to be, is that my future? Maybe, I don't know. Maddie will definitely leave me before. I would think he would push you out of the car before you'd be able to jump out of it. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because there's been a few times, you know, where we've been on long drives and I've been asleep in the passenger yeah. seat and then I just feel like a... <laughs> cold breeze and then yeah. something pulls me back in and you're like oh you the toe, that, that door i gotta get that latch fixed Just pops open when you hit pops 70 open. <laughs> anyway iris such so judy dench um so really it was a it was a two-woman race i think going into the oscars you know um halle berry won the sag sissy space won most of the other awards 
Um, let's talk about Sissy Spacek first, just because we've kind of touched on this movie, uh, both in our Best Actor episode, because Tom Wilkinson was nominated in 2001, because In the Bedroom was nominated. Um, so we can go in a little bit more to Monster's Ball and the film itself. Um, I mean, she's great in this movie. I think it She's kinda, so great. I think it kind of comes down to... Um, do you like your grief uh, quiet or loud? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's exactly. And if you're the Academy, you, you're going to give the edge to the loud. Yeah. Every single time. I think, I think it's harder to do quiet. Yeah. Um, and I think it's more effective. And also, you know, the other thing she does have, Sissy Spacek does have moments that break through. Like yeah. when she's... Slaps when Marissa she's smash, Yeah. Slaps Marissa Tomei when she yells at... Tom Wilkinson, like yeah. you let him get away w- right. with everything. Um, that's great too. I think, yeah, I think this is maybe the performance of Sissy Spacek's later career. Yeah. You know, if like if she's defined by Coal Miner's Daughter in the first half, yeah, and Carrie, yeah, and Carrie, yeah, this is Sissy Spacek as a as an as a as a fully grown human, and um, she's incredible. I wish she would do more. Yeah. Or, or, you know, like, I know she picks interesting things kind she of did, to do. Well, she, did, she did Bloodline. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She just is, she just is very, you know, she's good. And I think not inherently watchable in the same way. Like, she is a, she's not like a movie star, like, you know, movie star, movie star in the same, in the same way. You, she works at it and it, it shows. I think she's great in this movie yeah um i think my favorite scene in this movie of hers is when they're at the cabin and she's talking with celia weston and they um and she's talking about like all her grandkids and their trip and stuff and she's like you know whatever her husband's name is always says you know there's no chance of us dying out and then celia weston gets like really quiet and just that sissy space like like i feel like another actress would like take that moment to like really do something with it and she's just very still and she's very like comforting and it's all kind of just in her eyes like the hurt Mm -hmm. um i love that scene there's there's real power in i try to remember this this is gonna sound so like very actory but like there is real power in stillness yeah it's something it's a good lesson to remember we talked about this too when we when i mean the the famous example is sandy dennis in um who's afraid of virginia wolf when everybody else is kind of like going cuckoo bananas there is some i mean she has her own cuckoo bananas moments but there's a lot of power in just kind of holding back and observing yeah um it's a great performance so then you have halle berry who won um so monster's ball for people that are not familiar with it i had um, never seen this movie i had not please go ahead i had not seen it in i mean i don't remember if i watched it the year of the Oscars or like kind of shortly thereafter, but I definitely not seen it since, you know, in 2003, there was a group of movies that I called the throw yourself in front of a train trilogy, which was house of sand and fog, mystic river and 21 grams, which is yes. just like, it's just kind of relentlessly bleak. misery. Uh, Every mon- time something bad happens, something worse that yeah. happens. Monsters ball basically is the precursor to that film. It's yes. the, it's the, the parent that inspired those movies. I mean, obviously there have been other things, but um, spoiler alerts uh, for Monsters Ball. Basically yes. it opens, Billy Bob Thornton plays a prison guard at a maximum security death row facility, as does his son, Heath Ledger, uh, in the movie. Um, and we see them, and they're basically putting Sean P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Combs, uh, is being put to death. Um, and ha- we not learned- a great actor. P. Dids. No. Um, and Halle, the, the, Bar- I- Halle Berry basically plays his wife. Mm. Um, so we are introduced to her when she goes to visit him on death row before he's put down with their son. Um, we go immediately from Puff Daddy, Sean Combs being electrocuted to Heath Ledger shooting himself in the chest mm-hmm. and dying immediately, which seems dying immediately. Um, because his father, I mean, honestly, they both get great last lines, though. Sean Combs, push the button. Push the button. And then he says, then Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger says, says, is basically, before he kills himself, makes Billy Bob Thornton admit that he never, that he always hated him. 
And then he says, because I always loved you. And then he shoots himself in the chest. Don't know how I would live with that if I was a father. No, unclear, unclear. And Peter Boyle is the dad of... Peter Boyle, uh, all-time heat check, in the middle of the Everybody Loves Raymond run, decides he's going to play a homebound racist, virulent racist man. (laughs) Father of Billy Bob. Yeah. Um, Yeah, really throwing the N-word around. Yeah, says at the funeral of Heath Ledger, he was weak. That's the only thing he says about his grandson. Um, you know, and, and right before he dies, this movie, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, right before he dies, Billy Bob says, yeah, I always hated you. Then it seems like he did is sad that yeah. he's dead, but not that sad. Yeah. And, and we're supposed to kind of root for Billy Bob, even though I'm like, you kind of caused your son's death. Yeah. You threw him out because you were trying to throw him out because he... He was sick at at Puff Daddy's uh, um, electrocution. Yeah, it's it, it's not a not nobody's great in this movie. No. So then, the, Halle Berry, Halle, Halle, Berry, Halle Berry, we see her, um, you know, berate her son. Um, he's a for he's being a overweight, very overweight uh, young boy. Um, so I would say that that is her like that's her Monique moment is the Mm -hmm. thing that made me think of the most. Um, She's sort of attacking this young boy because of his weight. Oh, and did we mention, we talked about like the dead, uh, dead husband, dead son. That's not even the saddest thing that happens in this movie. No, no, the saddest saddest thing thing that happens that happens is uh, then off screen, her son gets hit by a car and Billy Bob Thornton happens to pick them up and take them to the emergency room. That's how they are reintroduced they actually do originally meet unbeknownst to them at a diner where she's working as a waitress where um you want to talk about billy bob's uh what he yeah uh, yeah he orders his his diner order this movie is fascinating (laughs) his diner order is a bowl of chocolate ice ice cream with a plastic spoon yeah never explain why plastic spoon yeah um and black coffee yeah um which honestly actually makes i feel like that's a good combo Coffee makes chocolate even chocolatier yeah. and like the bitterness of the black coffee with the sweetness of the ice cream. Like he's got me a little bit there, but he just continuously orders that. And I'm like, is this supposed to be like a weird race thing? Well, like just, it's, well, so that is now why like, you know, it's like if you go into a diner and say, give me the Billy Bob, they just bring you a cup of black coffee and a dish of chocolate okay. ice cream. That's his legacy. Yeah. That's the legacy of Monsters. Oh, and they also, well, it depends. So, like, they'll bring you that or they'll bring you some French fried potatoes. French fried potatoes. <laughs> Honestly, bring me all three. Yeah. Bring me all three. I'll dip those French fries in. I will dip French fries in basically anything. And I'll dip, I'll definitely dip it in some fucking chocolate, chocolate ice cream. Although, you know, I prefer vanilla. Interesting. Is that weird? What does that say I about like, you? I don't know. Nothing good. <laughs> Anyway, um, so then he dies. Vanilla vanilla is a flavor. Um, That's that's what Nick Weiger always says that on Doughboys because he vanilla is a flavor. Vanilla ice cream. Well, now I'm in Nick Weiger's company. (laughs) Yeah, good lord. (laughs) Um, So anyway, the sun dies. Sun dies, and Halle at the hospital uh, gets basically Halle Berry gets her first big, the ultimate Oscar scene. Yeah, I would say my baby. Um, I'll admit, it brought a tear to my eye. She got me. I, I was thought a bit it was, unmoved. I thought it was. I thought it was big, but it, it still got me. Um, and then there's the most famous scene from the movie: is that uh, you know they end up at her place. And For some drinking. reason, I thought they had sex in the car, but they don't. They don't. No, it's at her place. Um, and he's like, I don't know, you know, Billy Bob Thornton's a very measured performance from Billy Bob Thornton all the way through. Yeah. He's like, She's I don't know. Drunk. I don't know. She... Yeah. I don't know. What, what can I do? What can I do for you? What can I do? You made me feel good. Can God, you make, please. can you make me feel don't good? Do it. Can you make don't me do feel it. good? I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Stop. I, I told you I was going to do my Halle Berry. So. Oh, did it? Did you tell me that? Yeah. Or er, very early on. I warned you about this. I think when I gave you the DVD, um, a graphic sex scene from Very two graphic. for for two um, stars. 
I would say. Very odd. The way that yeah. her clothes come off is so odd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that, like, listen, that must have been so uncomfortable to shoot. You would think so. It is it funny. It is graphic. It's funny because, do you remember the movie Swordfish? Mm-hmm. Where she showed her boobs and yeah. got, like... And the big thing was like she's gonna she's making all this money. She's showing her. It was like two years after Monsters Ball. It's like go watch Monsters Ball. Like literally in Swordfish, I remember because I remember it was such a big thing. She's just she's like sunbathing topless. She has a magazine. She just puts a magazine down. I'm like in Monsters Ball. She made like half a million dollars to that. Monsters Ball, like she's going all out. She definitely did not make half a million dollars. No, no. Um. Yeah, it's very graphic. Uh, I don't know. I, this is tough for me. I don't want to take, listen. So Halle Berry wins. Yes. For making, because she felt good. Yeah. Uh, and, uh. I See, if I was Halle Berry, I would have gone up there and I would have said, you know, I would have done like a Sally Field and I would have been like, you, you made, made me, me feel good. good. <laughs> <laughs> missed opportunity. I don't think it, missed opportunity. The problem is not enough people saw that movie to understand mm. the reference. Yeah, that's probably. Um, I would say, um, it's so so she wins. She is the first and as of twenty twenty only African American woman to win Best Actress. Correct. So I don't want to take that away from her. No. It's important, and I think she is Listen, good. And I'm I I would say. You know, we ask, are you mad about it? I'm not mad about it. No. No. It's not a bad performance. No, not at all. How would you, so um, how would you, how would you, uh, how would you rank them? So here's what I would do. I would say, I would put Judy Dench last. I'm sorry. I just think I level think of difficulty fair. wise. Yeah. yeah. That's is where we are at. Um, then I think it's tricky. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I guess I do... I don't know. I guess I do Nicole Kidman and then I guess I do uh, Renee Zellweger third because mm-hmm. I can switch those though. That's fine. I mean, they're, like it's very even in my mind. I think I like Bridget Jones more as a movie, which is yeah. why I put it higher. Um, and then I would do, I'm sorry, then I would do Halle Berry and then I would give it to Sissy Spacek, which makes me feel bad. But I just think Sissy Spacek is a more powerful performance. Mm-hmm. And... I I like Halle Berry, but there were moments that I saw it. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. I saw her pushing. Yeah. And I know I just said like five minutes ago, I said like Sissy Spacek works at it. But I by that, I mean like, I don't know. Halle Berry is a movie star. Right. She's absolutely stunning. Like watching her in this movie, you're like, she's like down on her luck. I'm like, go be a model. Right. Why don't you be a model then? Because your literally body is perfect. Your face is perfect. Everything about you is stunning. Mm-hmm. Like, go be a model. Um, I don't know. I think it's... And, you know, the other thing, too, is it's not entirely her fault. It's this... I know people, like, loved this script. I think it... I think the script is... I mean, not only is it, like like cartoonishly bad things happen. Right. Like it's like insane, but also just the way that it's written is, I don't know. It, it, the, I think some of the dialogue is also like rough. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't buy it in the same way that I buy Sissy Spacek, who feels like a more lived in person. Now, again, I, that movie takes place in new England. Right. This movie takes place like in the deep South. I'm from new England. Yeah. So that's always going to resonate with me a little bit more. Um, but that's my hot take. Yeah. Um, I would go Dench. Then I would definitely go Kidman fourth and Zellweger third. Um, it's basically a tie for me between the two performances. I think in general, I do like a more measured performance. But I'll tell you, Halle Berry made me cry and Sissy Spacek didn't. So I'm going to... I'm going to stick with what the Oscars did. I'm going to stick with Halle Berry. I'm going to let her have it. Um, so let the record show. Um, now, you know what? Don't do that. Now I feel bad. Now I feel bad. That Karen Murphy. That... Do not call me a Karen. 
Because said, I think Sissy Spacek was better than Halle Karen Berry. Murphy, in the year 2020, said, no, no Fine. to the black actress winning. Fine, give, give it, it to Halle. Give it to the old white woman because I love New England. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, optically, not great. Not great for me. Not great for me. Not a great moment. Let's run that back. Let's run that back. Listen, Sissy Sissy SpaceX is incredible as well. I would have been fine either way, but I'm not mad at the Academy. I'm not mad either. It's It's absolutely fine. And I forgot you had posted the picture. The dress that Halle Berry wore to these Oscars is an all-timer for Mm me. Um, I think you guys know the sheer kind of thing on top and then the like with the flowers and then the red, like red silk skirt. She looked, ooh boy, so stunning. Here's an interesting what if. Let's say Sissy Spacek did win. Do you mm-hmm. think the next year Adrian Brody would have kissed Sissy Spacek the same <laughs> way he kissed Halle Berry? <laughs> I fucking hope so. And yes, I think he would have. I think Adrian Brody was planning on doing that regardless. Yeah. That's a very, I feel like that's a very Adrian Brody thing to do. Where, yeah. What happened to that guy? Where did he go? Where he go? Where he at? Where you at, Adrian? Adrian, where you at? Um, So the only other movie I watched from this year, uh, I watched The Deep End because I had never seen it before. I had never heard of it, honestly. Um, But it's sort of, I sort of feel like this was the movie that kind of got Tilda Swinton more into mainstream America. Mm -hmm. Because she kind of goes from this and she does, you know, like adaptation a couple years later and then kind of takes off from there. There's, it's not a very good movie. It's not the movie's not very good. It's sort of predictable, and honestly, it's a total misuse of Tilda Swinton. Like it feels like anybody could have played the part. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Tilda Swinton, like when you see one of her movies, you want something a little like off, a little odd. Yeah. Um, you want to play to her Tilda Swinton. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't happen in this movie, and uh, I don't recommend it. So I would not put her put her in there. Any actresses uh, you. <sighs> I don't think so. You 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 did give me Mulholland Drive. I did not get to it because I didn't want to. Yeah. Um, I like Naomi Watts. I think she's good. The first half of that movie I actually sort of dig, and then it gets too Lynchian for me. Um, so, But that also feels like, and again, I did not revisit it. I watched it a couple years ago. It feels similar to kind of what we talked about with Ellen Burstyn in Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. It's a good performance, but a lot of what makes the movie the movie is the editing and the directorial yeah. choices, and it's uh, those sort of overshadow the performance. Yeah, we get that. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's it. So, Hallie, Sissy, whatever. You know, battle it out. It should have battle been. Battle it out. It definitely should have been one of the two. Yeah. Um, we didn't give it to a completely wrong person. Um, Meg. Yes, Craig. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Oh, let them all talk. (laughs) They did not say that. They did not. I do love it when Megan loves a title drop. They said they love a title drop. Drop it. Mm -hmm. They do drop it in Monsters Ball. They do. They They do drop it in the bedroom. They tr- and they drop it in training day over and over again. Training day. Yeah. Iris. I mean, Iris, you can't stop saying Iris. Yeah. They never really say um, Bridget Jones diary. She has a diary, no. but they don't actually no. say it. So, and then she changes it to, from Bridget Jones diary to diary of Bridget Jones, spinster and lunatic. No. Um, uh, let them all talk. Yeah. I did pour myself some, sh- I told this last time mm-hmm. I poured myself some champagne. I had some popcorn Yeah, and I watched, let them all talk. I just want to spend time with these ladies. Yeah. I will say, and I mean, I feel like you feel the same way. Um, I'd really want to hang out with Diane Weist. I'm not sure that I want to spend a ton of time with Meryl Streep or Candy Bergen. Uh, completely. 100%. Diane Weist is, it's like, it's very funny to be like, oh, she's very well adjusted. She and- seems like she was the one that. Like, when they were all friends when they were young, like, maybe she didn't really change. That There was always, yep. like, probably little fights between Meryl Streep's character and Candy Bergen's character, and she was always the one in the middle of those. Yeah. And kind yep. of would bring everybody back together. Yeah, and who she was just, just like, that's that's what the only reason why Candy Bergen and uh, Meryl Streep, were, like, remained friends. Yeah. Because Diane Weiss was there. Yeah. Um, plus, you know, she finds that she gets herself a little love interest. No spoilers. She does. Um, I gotta say... Um, this movie is interesting because obviously 
you know, the hype is around uh, Candy and Diane, and um, I love that we're just going to call her Candy, (laughs) and Meryl. But, you know, kind of the... Somebody that really sticks out for me is Lucas Hedges. I think he's fine in this. I don't like Lucas Hedges that much. Really? I'm into Lucas Hedges. I don't get... I don't get why he's become like one of the like two go-to guys for that generation. I don't think he's bad. I just think he's always kind of fine. Um, this is like better for me because I think it's yeah. more his speed. Like I think he's not good in Honey Boy, which yeah. I think like the Noah Jupe Shia LaBeouf stuff is pretty interesting, and all the like older yeah. Shia. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think he's, I mean, the movie's not good, but I think he's good in Boy Erased. I think he's fine in that, too. I just thought, I, I thought it was interesting that he seems to be, his storyline is kind of like, well, maybe it's just because his storyline has more of, like, he has more of a place to go. Right. Like, the, the story of, of him and Gemma Chan is, like, easier to follow. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's into her and, like, whatever. Yeah. I did the love Gemma stu- Chan in it. Loved her. Loved yeah. her. thought she was great. Yeah. Um, the stuff with, um, the three ladies is a little more subtle, yeah. like, like a lot, a lot, like, you know, they're kind of, they're inter- their, their relationships and dynamics and the way they play off each other is a lot more like under the surface, but, um, yeah. It's good, just, huh? it's a, it's a nice little watch. I don't think it's the best movie of the year. No, you know, no, no, Richard, no, no, no. Richard Lawson had it on his top 10. I don't think it would be in my top 10, um, even in a weird year, but I enjoyed it. I, I would say it. people check it out. They shot it on, they shot it on the Queen Mary too. And like, a, oh, like 10 days. it did make me want to go. I've never wanted to go on a cruise and I still don't well, want to go ever on like a This is not a cruise. It's a crossing. No, it's a crossing. I'm so yeah. sorry. A crossing. I don't yeah. want to go on. I, I don't want to go on a cruise. I want to go on a crossing. Yeah. And the Queen Mary too looks fancy. Very. Although fancy. it's probably not as fancy as it looks. I think it's actually pretty fancy. I think it's very expensive. The Queen Mary too. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, never 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 mind. Like I don't want to go on like, I don't want to go on a boat that has like a fucking water slide on the roof. You know what I mean? Right. You want to go on a boat that somehow you're consistently in your own pool. <laughs> Did just nobody want to use? No, because they talked about kids going to the pool. Maybe there's a kids pool and a yeah. Maybe there's just a like a lap pool, pool and you can like sign up for a time and like reserve it. Yeah. Anyway, it looked lovely. Yeah, and you know we're not going to get into it because we want people to watch it. There's a twist. I'll tell you, I was floored by the twist. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was floored by the twist. Can I just say? That New York Times, just to briefly, because we're talking about actors here. Mm-hmm. So the New York Times published a list of the best actors of the 21st century so far. Yeah. And um, Denzel was number one, which is fine. Yeah. Um, Meryl not on the list. Yeah, I can. I actually kind of get it because I think um, – Probably when people think of like Meryl's great performances, I think for the most part they think pre two thousand. Yes, yes, sure. And it's the same but, thing like Tom Hanks. I think you think pre two thousands. I mean, sure. I think Meryl's had better performances for sure. Um, the the biggest name, the surprise for me was no Kate Blanchett. Yeah, that is surprising. That is surprising. And the the. Okay, guys, I get it. But the Keanu Reeves at four, look, I is, love the John Wick movies. Yeah. But it's too. literally, you're just putting it on there for John Wick. Yeah. Because, and also, like, because, I by love... by the way, Matrix came out in 1999, and no one likes those other two Matrix movies, really. And those are the yeah. movies that are post-2000. Post-2000. And also, like, uh, again, I, I again, th- this is a list of... I mean, the list is... And the, they kind of justify it by saying, like, he elevates every movie he's in and I don't disagree with that but I'm like the the list is again we we talk about this all the time on this podcast there is a difference between actor and movie star right and there's a if you're going to put Will Smith on there you need to put Tom Cruise like right. like and the list is the list isn't top how many was it like 20 or whatever yeah it was like 20, 50 20, I don't know, whatever. 20 or 25 I can't remember 2025 20, the list isn't of the best movie stars right it's the best actors yeah and so that's why I have no problem with Denzel because yeah. he happens to be both. Yeah. But I'm like, Keanu Reeves is really more of a movie star. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess the movies I feel he de-elevates um, were all before 2000. So stuff like 
Much Ado About Nothing or yeah. Bram Stoker's Dracula or things like that that you I feel like he's... play, period. Yeah. yeah. Um, what a weird time. What a weird period of time that we are like... You know who our go-to British period actor should be? <laughs> Keanu, Reeves. Keanu Reeves. I need a 26-year-old that can do a British accent and play period. I'm going to... Uh, you got to get Keanu. Yeah. No, we cannot... No. Did you see... No, uh, that, did you watch Face the Music? Bill and Ted Face the Music? Yes, I did. I oh, think it's very boy, bad. bad. It's very it's, bad. It is, it's very, it is insanely <laughs> bad. The You know, it's it's so bad... Just one thing to touch on, like it should have been about the just the daughters. Yeah. Like they tried to split it, sort of, and yeah. have it be both, both Bill and Ted. Like, and I get that because they're they're like we got Keanu, we got to use him. But it should have just been about um, the daughters. Yeah. My girl, what's my girl? What's her name? From Ready or Not. Anyway, that girl's good. Yeah, Samira Wiley. Samira Wiley. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that movie was really bad. Yeah. yeah, maybe that. I think that list is kind of bullshit. Yeah, I mean, any list like that is going to be bullshit unless we made it, of course. Because uh, Meg and I did go to the Tisch School of the Arts, so we're so we like know, kind of know. We act. like kind of know, like know good acting. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, Meg, do you have anything you want to plug before uh, the end of twenty twenty? The I would like to plug twenty twenty one as being. Uh, all of our years. Yeah. I hope it's not too... I'm, I'm knocking wood to not jinx it. Um, I would like to plug this shit ending. I would like to plug the vaccine. Yeah. Get in plug a plug that, for that vaccine. Yeah, plug that vaccine into your arm as soon as you can, guys. Truly, truly, truly. Get the fucking vaccine. What are yeah. we doing? Yeah. Give it to me now. Inject it in my eyeballs. <laughs> I don't care. Oof. I would. I would. Oh, I think maybe 2021, I'm going to get LASIK surgery. That's what I'm going to do for myself. Great. Speaking of eyeballs. So if you have thoughts on that. So everyone, we just need you to get the vaccine so Megan can get an elective surgery. Yeah, guys, please. I want to wait till COVID is over, but I do want to fix my fucking very bad vision. So um, yeah, if you guys could all get that vaccine for me and so thousands of people wouldn't have to die every day. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can follow us at The Oscar Should on Twitter, at The Oscar Should Have Gone To on Instagram or Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes or anywhere you listen to your podcast if you like what you're listening to. Uh, we will be back in the new year. Uh, we're probably going to be doing some alternating. Uh, we'll be doing more episodes like this where we're talking about some acting nominees. I'm but really excited, though, for one of our... We're hoping our... that we're planning on kicking off the year going way back. Guys, we're going way back. We went back 70 years to 1950 we're going to be talking sunset boulevard we're talking all about eve we're talking born yesterday we're talking the original father of the bride and you know we're talking those king solomon's minds baby hey king solomon's minds we, this is going to be a real adventure because what was ho- what were what was the academy what in was hollywood then who knows I don't know. We'll find out together. Um, We hope everyone has a happy holiday, a very merry new year, um, and we'll see you in 20, or we'll talk to you in 2021. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.